Shot one. Shot one. Cheers, you guys. Here we go. Ah. Ooh. The lime got me. A little lime. sour? It was a little sour. All right, we're about to do shot two. All right, shot two. Here we go. Yikes. Oh, I needed a new lime. I Yikes. shouldn't have recycled. Oh, there's still some in here. Just leave it. <laughs> I got very close to gagging with that one. Really? Yeah, no bueno. Mm -mm. Let's do another one. Uh, here we go. Ooh, shot three. Okay. Cheers. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Yikes. Mm -mm. Wow, wow, wow. Nope. <laughs> My teeth hurt. That was not a good one. No, not. Not one of our best. Ugh. That wasn't great. Ooh. Yeah, we timed that. We couldn't agree on who was supposed to start this episode, so we just decided to go at the same time so that we didn't fight about it. This is Three Shots In. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Uh, I'm Jake. I'm Jess over here. Uh, tonight, shots of tequila were done. Yes, were taken. They was were taken. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you know, we, we do tequila all the time. I feel like this time it was like noticeably not good. Yeah. I, I wonder if it's one of those things like we can't just keep doing back to back, you know, Maybe. like we shouldn't do it every week. Maybe we will stop appreciating it if, if we do it too yeah. much. It's possible. Very possible. Uh, we're drinking lazy drinks tonight. I didn't feel like making any drinks. And so we're drinking beer. Yep. Cause we can just crack those open. Jake's drinking a beer and I'm drinking something that's very fizzy and kind of tastes like grapefruit. That is technically a beer. Technically, it's more like a cider. I, it's not sweet like a cider. It's still like, you know, bitter and like, yeah. it still has that beer-y taste I don't like, but it's only 95 calories. So wonderful. Wow. How wonderful. Do you want to say the, say the topic first or do the Patreon any first? The Patreon any first and then what about the season finale? Should that be after the topic is announced? I thought you didn't want to do it. Not like, not like we're doing, but just like, like I, this is episode 21, episode 25 is the finale. So like be prepared for awesomeness or something. Okay. Patreon. No, go quick. Go. So if you guys would like to be the best and support us financially, we have a Patreon set up that you can access by typing three shots in.com into your browser. You will immediately be taken to our Patreon page where you can offer us some cash so that we can keep this going, which we would love to do because I'm having a blast. I don't know about you. Yeah. And you get some awesome stuff when you do it too. Yeah. So. We promise you things. We've got a lot more going on than just the episodes. We, I mean, on average, our recordings are like five and a half hours. So uh, there's a lot of material you guys don't get to hear. There's a lot of deleted, deleted scenes yeah, in there. A lot yeah. of embarrassing things that we have put up there for you guys to listen to in exchange. So give that a little look, check it out. Um, also, if you'd like to reach out to us in any way, suggestions, whatever you may decide to communicate to us, you can do that by emailing fanmail at threeshotsin.com. So this is episode 21 that we're doing. Mm -hmm. There will only be 25 episodes in the season. Right. We're, we're coming up on the finale here. Yes. Creeping right up on it. Yes, we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to say what the finale is. We didn't, we're not going to lock in our plans yet. Uh-huh. But it will be big. I am really excited. There are some things we are still in talks about that I would love to surprise you guys with. Uh, but, you know, we're still figuring it out. We'll uh, We'll let you know when we come to a decision. Um, we also have big plans for season two. Pretty excited. 
Oh, we do. We have huge plans. It'd be a lot of fun. So tonight's uh, topic, you excited about it? I actually am. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm like, you're like almost too excited about it. Where like, I was like very confident in what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> and now I don't know. Am I making you self-conscious? Yeah, but it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Uh, tonight's topic is falsely accused. Yes. Falsely These are accused. criminals who were not actually criminals of the said crime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine, they were mine definitely is a criminal. Of. Uh, it's possible. But he just, he wasn't guilty of this one thing. This one crime. This yeah. one thing. Yeah. Well, hey. That makes sense, man. Mm -hmm. But before we get into that, we should probably spin this wheel. You should spin it. I think I will. Spin it. Spin it. Ah, I think I got a splinter that time. Oh, it is old. We need a new wheel. I know. We need Patreon support so that we can afford a new <laughs> wheel. <laughs> Give us money so we can buy a better wheel. So the wheel landed on celebrity dinner party three guests only. Ooh. Only three. Okay. I'm gonna need a. I'm gonna need a moment to think. Well, I spun it. I gotta go first. Um, we talk about him a lot, and I do legitimately want to get to know him better. And that is John Goodman. John Goodman, yeah. Doesn't he just seem like a blast? Like he'd just be really dope to hang out with. He does. Yeah, and he'd like you wouldn't even just stay in his house. Like he would take you places. He'd be like, "Oh, have you ever tried, you know, a Siamese twin crab?" <laughs> I've never. It's two crabs that are attached at like, <laughs> you know, the ass or something. <laughs> You'd be like, I know a restaurant that serves it. Let's go. But I'm, I'm just saying I would love to have him there because okay. he'd be like, yeah, he'd make plans with me later. You know what yeah. I mean? So John Goodman, um, I'm going to say, uh, honestly, I can't think of anyone but Anthony Hopkins right now. I really want, okay. I really want to talk to him. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have a lot of time left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I really like me some Anthony Hopkins. I'd love to to chat him up. My last dinner party guest. Man, I don't know that I can decide. Have you thought of any dinner party guests? Well, I, I definitely, I got a name. It's just the second one. I'm trying to think of this person's name. Why wouldn't it, why wouldn't the first one be Yvonne Strahovski? Because I don't know if I want her at my dinner party. You know what I mean? No. Like in my life, yes. <laughs> at my dinner party, I don't know. Does it would Yvonne Strahovski not necessarily be fun times? I don't know, but I want absolute fun times, you know? Mm, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Oh shit. I know who my third one is. Who? Adam driver. Shit. That's the name. I couldn't think of him. I was thinking <laughs> Kylo Ren. Yeah. Well, shit. He's in mind then. Cause I was thinking it before you said it. <laughs> well, I said it first. So he's well, at, so he's at my him? party. You need to pick someone you else. You took him? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Oh, you made, you made me forget the other one I was thinking. Okay. No. There's one, two. You know, you can say the ones you remember out loud first before you, you don't have to think of them all before you say anything. All right. All right. So number one is Ryan Reynolds. Very good choice. Good times. Very Absolutely good, good times. Number two is Woody Harrelson. Yep. Also great choice. Yes. Thank you. Number three. This is tough. This is tough. Oh my God. Got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I got it. I know the third. Okay. So to recap, we have Ryan Reynolds, we have Woody Harrelson. Yes. And sitting right in between the two is Samuel L. Jackson. Mm, yeah. Another good choice. Solid. Yeah, Solid. we're gonna it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a roast fest, is what mm -hmm. it's gonna be. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's just gonna be everyone will just be attacking everyone else. Mm -hmm. And you know, See, I'm a mine, nobody. Mine so. will be like really chill and wholesome. Oh. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. No, mine will be fueled with like 
spite and laughter and passive aggressive comments. <laughs> that's that's what my dinner that party. That sounds will like be. your perfect dinner party. It is. It really is. <laughs> well, that's our dinner parties, man. Yeah. Wow. I we came up with that faster than I thought. It's true. Yep. One of the quicker wheel spins. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's all right. We'll we'll definitely take longer as the alcohol sets in. Probably. That's a really good point. Uh, so I am going first. You are. You're up first today. Uh, my story is about one Francis Mickey Featherstone. Francis Mickey Featherstone. Stone. Stone. <laughs> not Featherstorm. He's not a storm. No, it's a stone, not a storm. So Francis Mickey, that sounds like an Irishman. He is an Irishman, actually. Yes. Francis is his actual name. Understandably, he wanted to be called Mickey instead. Of Francis? Instead of Francis, yeah. I get it. I wouldn't, oh, I wouldn't want to be called Francis. I definitely get it. Can you imagine like living your You're, life as yeah, Francis, a man named Francis, Francis? Featherstone? You're not striking fear into people's hearts. Yeah, no. I mean, can you imagine trying to like pursue a career with the name Francis? You'd have to drop it. I mean, pursue a career. Yeah, I could imagine that. But yeah, you'd have to drop be, the name. Be a scary like mobster, which is what he is, by the way. Oh, I don't think so. You definitely need to drop it then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Francis, a.k.a. Mickey Featherstone, uh, he is best known as an Irish-American mobster and a prominent Ooh. member of the Westies. The Westies. The Westies. When, 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 is this, when is this taking place? Uh, this is between the 1960s and 80s. Okay. Yeah. They were, I think they're known to be like one of the last like Irish mobs to exist in New York. Okay. Well, yeah. the the later Irish mobs were very bloody. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah, that 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 will be discussed. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, uh Mickey Featherstone uh was a part of the Westies. The Westies were a uh, crime syndicate in Hell's Kitchen, Manhattan. Oh. In yeah. NYC. Uh Mickey was born September 2nd, 1949. He was one of nine children. Yeah, sounds pretty Irish. Mm -hmm. Blonde-haired and baby-faced, even into adulthood. He was, he appeared very innocent uh -huh. and young. However, not the case. <laughs> not the case. <laughs> um, now, at 17, he lied about his age in order to serve during the Vietnam War as a member of the Green Berets. Oh, he worked his way into the Green Berets? Yep. Okay. At 17, uh, he saw heavy combat and then later was forced out of combat and assigned as a stock clerk. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he had been involved in criminal activity with his friends, which included a lot of drinking and a lot of what every website I saw called pulling pranks. Uh-huh. What kind and, of pranks? Well, see, I don't know because they, they I would really... imagine. <laughs> I would imagine the word prank in, in Vietnam during wartime <laughs> yeah. would be kind of an extreme word. Right. I'm like, you're in the middle of heavy combat. What kind of pranks are you pulling? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not really sure, but somehow he was still drinking throughout that. Yeah. I don't know how, but I mean, he managed. Uh, and I have one little note. One of the like more detailed articles I read about him said that he apparently got super drunk and so did his friends who he was with. And they like circumcised him. Whoa. Yeah. Like he just whipped it out. And they, you know. Wow. Yeah. I, I was like, that doesn't sound like a prank to me, but all right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like look, maybe look. they just talked a lot of shit and he was like, all right, fine. Cut it off. Grand scheme of things. It's pretty funny. <laughs> How many people can say they got circumcised while serving <laughs> in Vietnam? Can you imagine having a fresh circumcision in the middle of Vietnam? 
I couldn't imagine having a fresh circumcision, period. <laughs> Luckily, my parents did that crap when I was a wee, a wee little baby. Just a wee lad. Yeah. Um. So anyway, after a year of store clerking, yeah. Mickey claimed that he had begun hallucinating. And so he received a medical discharge. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. He was like, uh, this clerking business, it's not for me. Medical dri- discharge. It was driving him insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm hallucinating. Now, I, I, the... Of what I read, it wasn't super clear if Mickey was a part of the Westies before he went into the Vietnam War or after. It just uh-huh. wasn't, it wasn't super clear. Either way, he ended up becoming a member of the Westies. And, you know, regardless of when exactly he joined, he eventually became very well known for his violence and intimidation. Okay. And because of this, he caught the eye of James Coonan. Uh, who made Mickey his right-hand man when he took over as boss in 1977, after Mickey allegedly shot the former boss five times outside of his apartment and killed him. That'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, And he was never convicted for that murder either, so he got away with that. Now, uh, the Westies, just as a gang, according to the NYPD Organized Crime Squad and the FBI, were responsible for 60 to 100 murders between the 60s and 80s. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds about right. Um, and it happened to be that between the sixties and eighties is about as long as they were active. So if they Mm -hmm. had remained active, I'm sure that just would have, they just would have kept stacking it on. Um, Mickey, of course, contributed many murders to this number. I'm sure that's allegedly Uh, contributed. No, he, I couldn't there. I don't know. For some reason, all the articles I read were very confident that he had actually murdered people, but I couldn't find any convictions except for the one that is the subject of this this episode. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Either way. So he contributed many of these murders and he got away with several. I don't know how many he was actually like found guilty of, but he Mm -hmm. got away with most of them uh, for lack of evidence for witnesses conveniently committing suicide. Uh, uh, or refusing to testify, and many times for being judged legally insane. He was in and out of mental hospitals all the time. Interesting. Yeah. Um, He's really securing that uh, that wartime <laughs> hallucination story. I mean, if you're going to be a mobster and it's going to get you out of stuff, I imagine, you know, that'd be really convenient. Yeah. Now, uh, Mickey was also convicted a few times of racketeering. I don't know if you know what that means. Uh, I've, I've, I know I've heard it a lot. It, I know it has a lot to do with gangs because they all, all the mobsters get arrested and For charged racketeering. with racketeering, yeah. but I'm not sure I even know what that means. Yeah. I knew you wouldn't. And so I wrote down the definition. Oh, that's, that's very kind <laughs> of Because I also wasn't sure. Um, and racketeering is apparently illegal gambling, bootlegging and extortion. So stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's literally being a mobster. Basically, basically. <laughs> Felony mobstering. Yeah. Uh, so he was convicted of racketeering a few times. He was also convicted of or found guilty of using counterfeit money. Uh-huh. So one case that uh, got him six years in prison at one point. I just, I wrote this down because it was funny. It has nothing to do with like the like main plot of this story. Yes. But at one point he was sentenced to six years in prison for using fake money in a massage parlor. <laughs> and getting reported by the female masseuse because she remembered his tattoos and was able to identify him. Oh, God. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. A massage parlor. Like, you know, he wasn't just getting a massage, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, bitch, you're going to give me fake money? I don't think so. <laughs> so uh, in the late 1970s, James Coonan, 
who, if you remember, was the boss yes. of the Westies. Big boss. Big boss man. Developed an alliance with the Gambino family. Oh, that is a branch, that. a branch of the mafia. Mm-hmm. Kunin interacted directly. Uh, Italian mob, not the mafia. I specifically read the mafia in what I what I saw. Mafia is typically Russian. Okay. Italian mob. Italian mob then. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Kunin interacted directly with the infamous John Gotti, if you've ever heard of him. I know I have. Mm-hmm. Cannot recall. He's a mobster. Yeah. An Italian mobster. Super notorious. Yeah. I've done a lot of reading on Italian mobs. <laughs> have you really? Yeah. Okay. Like Gambino family is huge. Yeah. Huge. It's huge. So uh, the Westies in this alliance that Kunin developed with Gotti, the Westies would function as the Gambino family's enforcers, which means they would carry out executions that the Gambinos would assign them, and then they would share in the profits. Okay. Uh, Mickey definitely disapproved of being allied with the Italian mob, and he believed that it was a betrayal of all Irish Americans in Hell's Kitchen. I'm assuming that's because they had been enemies for a long time. Not positive. Maybe. I don't do a lot of reading about gangs. Italians and Irish were both hated upon their entry into the United States. Uh-huh. Um, and they were both treated poorly mm-hmm. as immigrants. But I think I think Italians like grew their wealth quicker and therefore gained like a slight up mm-hmm. on the Irish. Um, but honestly, like it, they had basically the same treatment when they immigrated. Like first got here. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, it just overall, it seems but like I they think, had been I think at the, odds. The for point a long is, time. they're rivals, so right, they're fighting over the same territory. Right. Whereas now, Kunin and Gotti are trying to team up. Yeah. And Mickey is like, nah, not cool with that. Yeah. Uh, so in 1984, a man named Michael Hawley was shot and killed. Or I'm sorry, he shot and killed a member of the Westies and fled town. Mm. But unfortunately for him, thought it would be cool if he just came back a year later. Oh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh. He himself was shot five times Ooh. by a blonde man in the street, which could be, could be anyone. I mean, if you remember our our I don't know if you can call him protagonist. a protagonist, <laughs> <laughs> but our main character, good old Mickey. Featherstone yeah. is a blonde haired man who yep. ale- at least allegedly shot someone five times in the street. So um, this happens and Mickey, you know, not sure why, is arrested. OK. And he is tried for the murder of Michael Hawley. Now, during this trial, he's represented by a man named Kenneth Aronson. Uh huh. That will be important, I promise. I know there are a lot of names. Mickey throughout this trial insisted that he was innocent, claiming that he knew the real murderer was a man by the name of Billy Boken. Billy Boken. Billy Boken. Uh-huh. Who happened to be the brother of the Westies member that Michael Hawley killed. If you remember, okay. Michael Hawley yep. had killed a member of the Westies and he yep. fled. That So it would make the absolute most sense that the brother would exact vengeance. Right. And not Francis Mickey. Right. There's motive there, but at the same time, Mickey has killed so many people. Yeah. That have, you know, proclaimed to be enemies of the Westies, which I've obviously Michael Hawley was. And it just so happened that there wasn't enough evidence against Billy Boken. And Billy Boken didn't fit the description that witnesses gave of Michael Hawley's shooter. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey, of course, is found guilty and sentenced to 25 to life. Oh, a yes. big one. 
Yeah, that's a big one. Now, while Mickey is in prison, he, I'm not sure how, maybe he's like still, you know, keeping in touch with people. I'm not, I'm not positive exactly how he discovered this, but while he's in prison, he discovers that Billy Boken's lawyer was also Kenneth Aronson. Wait, I'm confused now. Kenneth Aronson was his defense lawyer. Okay. Kenneth Aronson is also defending Billy Boken. Now, because of this and some other stuff he ends up finding out, he puts it together that the Westies set him up, mm. his own gang. Uh-huh. Billy Boken is a member of that gang, and Kenneth Aronson colluded with them to make him take the fall for Michael Hawley's death. Okay. Now, obviously, Mickey, totally not cool with this at all, decides, fuck those guys. He contacts the prosecutors from his trial and convinces them to strike up a deal with him. Oh, yeah. See, I'm not sure what year Rico started. Uh, that is actually is that, specifically oh, mentioned yeah. in here. Yeah. Yeah. Rico is, oh, that's a motherfucker when it mm-hmm. comes to, to gang related crime. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. You can name a crime that happened far beyond the the length of, uh, what is it? The statute of limitations. Yep. Yeah. Far beyond it. Doesn't matter. You can name something that happened at a certain mm-hmm. time and anyone who was involved is accused of that crime. And then anyone who is associated with them is accused of collusion in all future stuff. Like Rico takes down like hundreds of people. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, he strikes a deal. Um, and uh, Sissy Featherstone, which is Mickey's wife, uh-huh. somehow she is able to record Billy Boken, not only describing the murder of Michael Hawley, but also admitting to wearing a blonde wig specifically to implicate her husband in order for someone else to take Mickey's spot as right hand. Okay, so Billy Boken is not the brightest. Apparently not. Or he told he's, the got, wife. he's got the hots for Sissy. Oh, shit. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. Could be. But it's possible. Now, uh, in 1986, because of this new evidence, because Sissy was able to get that recording, basically proving that Mickey, although not an innocent person, was at least innocent of Michael Hawley's death. Mickey's conviction is overturned. Oh. And afterwards, he provided information to prosecutors that enabled them to obtain indictments on eight of the Westies' top members, including their leader, Jimmy Coonan. Yeah. And so the Westies' gang becomes no more. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Rico does, man. Yeah. Just tears that shit up. (laughs) Yep. And our story ends with Mickey, age 38, and his wife, Sissy, entered into the witness protection program and given new identities. Oh, shit. So, like, they're still possibly kicking. Almost definitely. Jimmy Coonan is still alive and in prison right now. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, well they'd be what? If he was... 38 he served in, in Vietnam, 1986. He's, he's in his 70s, at least. He's definitely not listening to this podcast. I'm not worried. <laughs> 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 he wouldn't give a shit. No, he wouldn't. Kunin might be listening. Also, He's got nothing better to do. Also not worried. We've like, been getting a lot of New York hits. It's very possible. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> you know what, Jimmy? I, I hope we're making you laugh. Hey, Jimmy, if you're listening, <laughs> you were not an alleged murderer, so good for you, man. <laughs> no, he was. Oh, in Jessica's story, you were never mentioned to even commit a crime. So yeah, he he commits a lot of them. That he, there's a reason he was in, he was able. He, there's a reason he was indicted. There's a reason he's in prison even now. All right, J- Jimmy. Well, thanks for listening. And tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Patreon. <laughs>
<laughs> Three shots. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. Five dollars for prison is like. <laughs> that's like what? Uh, that's like that's like twenty twenty five hours of he work. Doesn't there. have to subscribe to five dollars. You said Patreon. We have a three dollar tier. Oh, that's true. We have a prison economy tier. <laughs> <laughs> the little sippers. <laughs> Jimmy, you can become a little sipper. Please do. <laughs> oh my God. How cool would that be though? If like we got a hate mail from like a mobster. <laughs> I mean, yes. Cool. Also a little, a little scary. Yeah. But we're far from New York. So that's true. They'd, they'd really got to work for it. They would really, really, really want to do something about it. And it just, I, I feel like it'd be more money than it'd be worth. Yeah. It'd be just more trouble than it's worth really. Yeah. We just get a strongly worded note from a New York prison. Yeah, that'd be dope. Love Coonan. Love, yeah, love Coonan. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that went by faster than I, I thought. Know. I thought I thought it was going to be fine. I actually have a backup. A backup? I have a backup. What do you mean a backup? Um, I wasn't sure if that was going to go quickly or if it was going to take a long time. Uh huh. I didn't take notes. It was actually a really really short story, but I just remembered it. Oh, okay. um, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I didn't. You, you I like, didn't. Yeah. You didn't know how long it was going to be. So you prepared like a little five minute. Bam. Yeah. One and done. Basically. Yeah. Hit me. So in the wild, wild west. Yeah. There was this, this murderer slash thief. Uh-huh. Killing gold miners and mugging people. Just making a huge mess. Uh, at one point was arrested, but escaped his jail cell and murdered the sheriff on the way out type oh, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, like I said, I don't have specific names or like locations and stuff, but anyway, this guy, uh, guilty of all this stuff, terrible person, just on this like crime rampage, uh -huh. um, stealing a bunch of shit, murdering a ton of people. And, uh, they finally catch him and they're able to identify him because he's got this scar above his eyebrow and like, he's missing like the tip of one of his fingers. It's okay. like, it's like he's missing the tip of like his left index finger or something. And they're like, hell yeah, we got him. He's about this tall. He's got hair this color, scar above his left eyebrow, missing the tip of his left index finger. We fucking got him. Hell yeah. He's about to get hanged. Oh, we're going to hang this guy. We're going to hang this guy. Yeah. And like a few days before the hanging is going to happen, they find out he's not the right guy. Oh, no. <laughs> because, you know, go figure the actual guy who just also happens to have a scar above his eyebrow, his left eyebrow, and missing the tip of his left index finger, almost the exact same description as the guy they have, is just still committing crimes. <laughs> so they're like, oh shit, we've got the wrong guy. And the guy they have is like, thank God, I told you what, that wasn't yeah. me. You were going to kill me. So he goes free and he doesn't die. That's nice. Yeah. One of the one of the quick short ones that I read. Yeah. The man, the gentleman was not so lucky. Oh no. It was, it was, there was like murders that happened and it's very similar. This is wild west also very mm. similar, similar, just like that. Just wow. <laughs> I can't speak one. Just like your story. Just very like, <laughs> shut up. Just like your story. Very much same too. This man happened to look like the poster drawing slash description of the actual criminal mm -hmm. and he was tried found guilty and hanged and i think like something like 10 years went by before they realized before they found the real person we're like oh shit yikes Oops. and then it wasn't until like uh, the hundredth anniversary 
of this man, this innocent man's hanging that some governor post hominously reversed everything and like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know all the, there was a lot of big words. I don't remember what they were, but like basically he was like, Hey, that guy was actually he cleared innocent. his name. Cleared his name. Yeah. 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 Fucked up. <laughs> yeah. That fucking blows. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Poor guy. Um, I've got another fucked up story. I mean, if it's, quick, I only me. remembered it because it was so messed up. Yeah. Uh, it has nothing to do with someone being falsely accused. It was more like I was looking for like people who were framed or falsely accused or case of mistaken identity type stuff. Uh -huh. And it gave me a story about specifically mistaken identity, identity, no crime committed. It was just these two college age girls were driving in this van and they looked almost exactly the same, like skinny, white, straight blonde hair, blue eyes, almost the same facial structure, all that stuff. Uh -huh. And they were in this like terrible car wreck. One of them dies. The other one is so injured that they, her face is all swollen up and they can't tell who she is, but they find the other girl's bag and ID close to her body. So when they recover her and find the other one dead, they mix up who they are, Oh! tell the dead girl's family that she's alive and tell the living girl's family that she's dead. And they oh. don't recognize who she is because her face is so swollen for like five weeks. She ends up like, I, like her injuries were so bad she couldn't really speak. But by the time five weeks rolls around, they still can't recognize her, but they're able to ask her what her name is. And she writes down, she's the other girl that they pronounce oh, dead. God. Isn't that so fucked up? That is so fucked up. I know. And I was like, oh my God. Great for the real person. Wonderful family. news for like, one family. They Absolutely. went through a month of hell yeah. and then got the greatest news ever horrible for the, for the family that spent five weeks in the hospital with the person that was not their family member. Devastating oh. for that other family. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Dude. I mean like her family, they already, they, after five weeks, like they already they, had a funeral. They've already had a funeral. They had a memorial. Like yeah. they had all of it. Yes. Oh. oh, that's horrible. I know. <sighs> Yikes. And now for the family that found out, oh, my, my, our daughter actually is dead. She's buried already under someone else's head, like gravestone. False gravestones aren't made that fast. Oh, wow. Yeah. It five takes, five it takes, weeks? It I actually takes, wouldn't like, know. Months. Okay. Like, unless you're like super rich and you're like, no bitch, like you make my gravestone now. <laughs> like they take, they take their sweet fucking time. Like you're an Irish mobster. Yeah. And you're like, nah, you're going to make this gravestone right fucking now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, other than that, they it's literally like a fucking like chalkboard with like a fucking spike in the bottom that's like stabbed above it with like a chalked name written on it. <laughs> Although it's not chalk because like they have sprinklers and shit, so that would be washed off. But you know what I mean? Yeah, that's I do. Basically, what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yikes! <laughs> that would be horrible. I know. Oh my god! I read that and I was like, oh. <laughs> and they put up photos of each of the girls when they were like, just it's like like looks like they're just taking a, a picture with friends, you know, so that each of them are smiling and you can yeah. see them right next to each other. And it's like this way, like right next to each other, they don't look exactly the same, you know, like one has more of a round face. One has more of those like pointy chins. Well, yeah, but when their faces Either get way, bashed in. Yeah. When their face is so swollen, you can't recognize them. And the only thing they have to go on at the is same like, time. Whose purse was near one that, of the others. See, that's, that's what's confusing though. Like they shouldn't have said anything. They should have been like, dude, we have no fucking idea. Right. Like we think 
this because of what we found, but we don't yeah. know. I'm, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a reason. Like, I don't, I don't think that like the cops that went and told the families were like, no, we need to tell one of the families. It's for some reason, like they had to do it. And someone higher up was like, dude, you found that person next to that one. That was her. Go do it. You know, like I'm sure it was a call made from up above of someone that just wanted to get someone, this done. Yeah. That was, you know, it was, they had a 50, 50 chance. You know, I, I I'd take I, those odds yeah. most days, I, you know? I, yeah. I wish I remembered. I wish I remembered what year it was because then I'd, I'd be able, would they even, would they even bother with like DNA testing at that point I mean, to find you, out who was DNA who? testing? Like that takes time and money. You know, what's cheap and really fast blood test. Fingerprints. Hey, hey, what's what? Well, I mean, fingerprints. Oh, not everybody's you, printed. Not, not everyone not, is in the it. system. So like, you really don't know. Um, but blood testing, like, Hey, are they, if they're not the same blood type, awesome. That's perfect. If they are, because oh, if they are, then that's out. Can't do that. Yeah. But if they're not the same blood type, which odds are they're not, you can just prick each of the prick one finger mm-hmm. of the one that's alive, test her little blood and be like, Oh, nope. Look, look at this. She's a negative. And we know that this chick is O positive. Therefore, this is the other one. Right. Like it would have been so simple to do. And straight up a blood test. It takes like, I think three minutes for the results to show up. Mm -hmm. And they had this back in the fucking eighties. So it looked, it looked fairly recent, like minimum nineties is what the, like I got from like the pictures. I just don't remember the date. You can find out your blood type in less than five minutes with a short prick on your finger. That's it. Well, they didn't do that, Jacob. (laughs) Very clearly. And if they did, like, I don't know, maybe they did and they were the same blood type. So it was like, we were pretty sure it's this and this. I don't know. If, look, if genetically they were twins, except for where they actually came from, <laughs> then there's really nothing you can do. I mean, but odds uh, except are, for tell them, hey, we don't know who this is, who's alive. Can you guys, like, I understand it's really, this is a hard situation. It's really devastating. Let's but do a paternity we, test. We don't know whose daughter this is. Or maternity test. Yeah. Do a test. Yeah. A genetic test. See if it's, but then I wonder, like, do those results take longer than a few weeks? No more than five. I don't know. There's no way. Plus the city would rush it. The reason why tests take so long in the hospital is because you're waiting in line Mm -hmm. to get the test done. But if it's a situation that like extreme, like most tests don't take more than a few hours, Mm. you wait for seven days because they're not going to be able to get to you for like five days. Yeesh. So like if the city rushed an order and was like, no, you're going to tell us if this chick is these person's like child or these like persons somebody like somebody died. We yeah. need to know who then they could. I guarantee within 24 hours they would have it. Well, for whatever reason, that is not how it worked out. Yeah, that would fucking suck. Yeah. God. Yeah. And I, it wasn't like a, you know, legend has it. Two girls who were <laughs> similar looking like they had quotes from the families like there were like newspaper clippings and stuff. Yikes. Yeah. And one of the, it was like the sister of the girl who actually was alive, but they thought was dead. She's quoted uh, saying to like a reporter, it's extremely difficult because our joy means their pain. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah." that's rough. Basically. But also, I really don't think I'd care about them. I would feel really bad for them because I'd be like, I literally know exactly how you feel because I just felt it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But I'm not, a, I'm not big on empathy. So honestly, I'd be, I'd just be overwhelmed with like, I oh, thank God. Yeah. Like she really is alive. Yeah. I mean, what a crazy that's, situation. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm a, 
I live in the age of like Insta science because <laughs> that wouldn't happen today. No, they would make sure. Yeah. <laughs> they do whatever they could to make sure. Whereas like, Fuck. I don't know, I guess in the whatever it was, 90s, early 2000s at the most, they were just like, yeah, we're pretty sure. <laughs> like, pretty yeah. sure. Pretty sure your daughter's dead. 50-50. I mean, like I said, I take those odds most days. Like that's those are pretty good odds. <laughs> It's pretty good. Like there's a 50% chance you're, you're, you've got it. There's also a 50% chance you're fucking wrong. Okay. And so you're about to ruin somebody's life. The fucking life. police commissioner was like, all right, heads, it's Amy, tails, it's <laughs> Becky. <laughs> oh, it's tails. Becky's dead. So, uh, I, I don't feel drunk. I've, I've got a nice little buzz, but I'm you definitely know, not drunk. I didn't feel drunk until about five minutes ago. 10 minutes You still minutes feel ago. your lips? Yeah. I still got some lip feels. Okay. Does that matter? Do we have to be shoisted every time? I don't know. I can already it's also because hear you guys our, basically screaming into your speakers that <laughs> yes, yes, it does. <laughs> you must drink more. <laughs> you must drink more. Uh, it's also because our drinks have a much lower alcohol content because beer naturally does has a it's lower alcohol content. It's also because I don't like it, so I'm not sipping this as much. I don't oh. care that it's low calorie. I just don't think it tastes well, good. I'll make you a different beverage during the break. You don't have to make me one. I, I, won't, I won't make you like a full one. I can make you like half a drink. It's only three carbs. Oh, three wow. Three grams of carbs. Oh, wow. Wow. Speaking of carbs, I want to eat something. I think I want like a burrito or something. I don't think I want to eat. I'm going to eat. I don't know about you. I probably will eat even though I don't want to. But uh, I got so I've been I've been sampling some hippie foods, and by that I mean you fake know fake human food, <laughs> aka vegan food, kraut crisps. Yeah, which ten years ago I would have like gagged at you know just hearing about. But ten hey, years ago it wouldn't have existed. It that, only exists because of the vegans. They, <laughs> <laughs> the vegans are loud. They weren't that bad. I gave them a try. I wasn't a huge fan. Now I'm I'm testing lentils, lentil chips. I'm a fan. They're very like veggie straw like. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Yeah, Jacob doesn't just doesn't like veggie straws. So no, you- see, I do, but after eating a few, I feel really, really sick and gross. I just don't understand why. I don't know. The first like five taste great, <laughs> <laughs> and then everything after that just feels horrible. Okay, well, for whatever reason. One lentil chip was one enough lentil chip to make Jacob was feel equivalent sick. to like seven veggie straws. <laughs> <laughs> I really like them. Uh, they have this flavor called Thai chili lime, which is an absolute lie. And I should be angry uh-huh. because it's not limey at all. It's not spicy. There's no Thai whatsoever. It wasn't like, even made in Thailand. <laughs> I, I mean, for real, it just tastes like they like lightly salted them and then sprinkled some like chili powder. That's about it. But I, I, I actually really like them despite you know, the absolute false the in, advertising. Proper labeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoever's well, in, whoever's in marketing needs to be fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fire them and then rename, rename yeah. the chips. <laughs> um, I'll still buy them and eat them. Okay. With a different name, with a lightly salted and slightly chilly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Appropriate. Well, all right, let's get our snack on. Yeah. We'll, we'll be right back. It's break time. Break time. I all need right. some burritos. I'm going to get me some lentil crackers. Do you want to hear, this is one of the videos that YouTube is recommending to Terry. David Goggins will turn you into a savage in six minutes. And then it says motivational dot, dot, dot. Huh. Curious? Kind of. 
By the way, it's a lie. It's not just six minutes. It's six minutes and five seconds. Wow. Yeah. Deceitful bastard. Say what you mean and mean what you say. David Goggins. Social media is a great platform to tell you who we want to be, not who we are. I'm back, motherfucker! I'm back! He's back. All of this fucking solitary confirmed shit! Got me back! Look at yourself, man. Look at yourself. What am I going to do today to change what I see in this mirror? Fuck people! <laughs> One thing you have to learn early in life, I didn't learn this till later on. I don't give a motherfucker. You can't care what anybody thinks about you. If I care what people thought about me, you think I'd be yelling out here, doing a 105 pound ruck, talking shit? This is who I am. Find out who you are, whoever that may be. I don't give a fuck what you are. Find out who you are and own that motherfucker and tell people to go fuck themselves. So apparently, if you used to be 300 pounds and then you become really fit and curse a lot, you can totally make money as a motivational speaker. <laughs> it's good to know. <laughs> Jacob, you if just this podcast it? fails. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what even is Terry watching on here? Viewers keep roasting just a minx about her raven from Teen Titans costume. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I married a nerd. You did. Go to his history. Okay. <laughs> well, there's my recent ones. Doja Cat Moo. <laughs> Baby Squirrel Microphone. <laughs> and then before that, yeah, dude, it's just a bunch of really nerdy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Opening scene, Last of Us. Top 10 worst games of 2019. Why not 2020? 2020 is not over. Yeah, there's I still know, a chance for a lot of horror games. There have games been a lot of games so far. Delrith, that's a that's one of the YouTubers. The Angry Joe Show, Ghost of Tsushima trailer, Game of Thrones 01x01, Mongolian Warrior, 13 Assassin trailer, How to Import an OBJ in 3D Coat, Humboldt Squid Bites, that's me! Let's cover that, because it's icky! <laughs> oh, goodness, how do you feel after that experience? That hostess is annoying as shit. She's very loud. Yeah. Icky. I'd be so much better as a hostess than her. Oh my God. I'd be so good. I'd be amazing. I wouldn't sound anything like that. I, I wouldn't sound like her even no. like a little bit. Mm -hmm. Not at all. See, I feel like you're trying to imitate me. And all I can think <laughs> is that you sound way cooler than you usually do. What? Come town. Steven Seagal. <laughs> Here we go. So uh, I've, I've been watching a, a shit ton of. <laughs> we were, oh. oh, God. No, thanks. What happened? It was a bunch of like there was potential to be funny clips of Steven Seagal, but it was just like a bunch of dudes giggling and talking about him throughout the whole thing with no editing. It sounded like fucking losers. Yeah, I know. You even edit. Do you even edit? Come Idiots. On. Let me finish this and let me get another one. Uh, so I'm just gonna, there's like this much. I'm just gonna me. pound that and then. Yeah, I got way more than just that much of my my ruby rod, whatever this is. Ruby rod bird. Fall night long. Fall night. Fall night. <laughs>
<laughs> we need to watch Fifth Element again. Big surprise. The anime version of her also wears assless things. Mm, that is a big surprise. I thought so. Big surprise. <laughs> big round surprise. <clears throat> this huge slappable surprise. Hello everyone, this is your Daily Dose of Internet. This person put a microphone in front of a baby squirrel to see what they have to say. Would I smoke weed with Joe Rogan? Yeah. Hell yeah I would. <laughs> it's that beer man, we're burpy tonight. Oh my god, I'm so burpy. <laughs> You're welcome. And you gotta, you gotta... You left the garage light on. Yes, you did. It's on. I, how you keep it there? You were out there. What? Wish we could become friends with Joe Rogan, right? You could just suckle on his famous teat. <laughs> oh yeah. So the break is over. It so over is finished, and I am not as drunk as usual, but I feel it no. more now than I did before. That's true. Are we still taking another shot? I thought Wait, you said, when did we say that? You, not two minutes ago. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do another one? Do we you have said, enough limes? Yeah, we got three more. Oh, hell yeah, let's do it. Do we have enough tequila? I think so. Maybe. We'll find out. Jennifer Connolly or Jennifer Aniston? Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. I say Connolly. Really? Yeah, she's had less work done and she, she seems looks, like she'd she looks be prettier like, to me. She'd be like a lot less problems, you know? Aniston or Connolly? Connolly. Would be like fewer problems? Yeah. Okay. But Aniston, she's got it, dude. No, she does. I'm not denying that. But Connolly's got it too. Hold on. No. Those are almost like perfectly even. So good for me. But also that's only half a shot. Half shots? What are we, Samantha? So we have to take two half shots or we have to take one full shot of mixed tequila. What is wrong with you? I can't get this fucking cork in. <laughs> Ah, oh, there it is. Are we about to mix tequila for our fourth shot? No, we can take that half shot and then take another half shot of the Milagro. Or we can mix it. Or we can mix it with El Himidor instead. We don't have to mix it at all is what I'm saying. Would you rather just get it over with? No, get a different tequila. Okay, I'll We'll mix it. I'll be right we'll back. punish ourselves <laughs> for this mistake. I also have to pee, so that works out. Guys, it's me again. It's just you and me. I'm not as drunk as I usually am, so I'm way more conscious of what I'm saying. <sighs> He's peeing and he takes so long to pee. We're almost done, you guys. I don't mean done with the podcast. Obviously, we want to keep this going, but like season one, we're almost there. It's crazy. And, uh, you know, because of COVID things, I really thought like with people home more often, that would mean they'd listen more often, but apparently some other podcasts are... Like their, their listener number, number of listeners dropped since, you know, quarantines began. Um, well, I mean, because what they claim is that usually people are listening to podcasts on their commute, like to and from work. And since you've got a lot of people like furloughed and then there's just, you know, quarantine, people are working from home. There's just less 
motivation, I guess, like less dead time to have podcasts playing in the background. I get it. Makes sense to me. I'm still excited about what we're doing. Can't wait for season two. It's going to be pretty much the same. (laughs) Just going to be us doing our thing, having fun. But we're talking about, you know, revamping the cover art for the podcast. And then we're talking about what to do about the intros. I like that it's a different song every time, personally. Because it's like, you know what to expect. You're going to hear us take those shots, those first three shots every time. But I don't... You just, you don't know what to expect as far as the music. I think that's kind of cool. It's a surprise. Let us know what you think by sending something in to fanmail at threeshotsin.com. I'm low-key scared. Why? Because <laughs> we mixed tequilas for Whatever. this shot. Swallow it before you taste it. That's the advice we gave Sam. Oh, that's true. All right. Cheer. This is, this is for Sam. For Sam. Thanks for Thanks tolerating for, us, Sam. Thanks for being Sam, Sam. Fuck. Here we go. Shot <laughs> four. Oh, no. Bad call. It was a bad call. Why is it still burning? Oh, my God. I feel... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Whoa. That was terrible. We should never mix tequila again. Let's never do it again. Never. This Pinky. is a three shots in vow. We're pinky, we're promise. pinky promising. Never mix tequilas. Never. Okay. Oh my God. That was awful. <laughs> my God, it's still in my fucking sinuses. I can feel it. It's like wasabi. <laughs> it hurts. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah. That tequila, man, it's, it's all up in here. It did the opposite to me. It went into my sinuses and then it cleared them up. Oof. I feel good. I, I mean, I didn't when I... I took it and I'm yeah. like, I'm still coming off of that. But like, I feel, yeah. I feel tipsier. I feel about right about the same level, but it'll get me. All right. And the wheel is spinning. Did you get a splinter this time? No, no, no. My hands are smooth. Good. <laughs> no splinters here. I have smooth hands. I put lotion on way more often than you. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm good. I got a splinter. No splinters for me. Wheel spin. You know what I'm really bad at? Oh, God. I mean, like so many things, right? Yeah. Off the top, whistling. I ah, just can't you do can't it. can't whistle? No. It's not that I, I'm bad at it. It's that I can't do it at all. Doesn't count then. Okay. I think I'm really bad at I'm really bad at I'm really bad at dancing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm also really bad at dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We have danced together. <laughs> yeah. that's That was a good one. I feel like most people are bad at dancing. <laughs> There's that video I've shown you. I titled it Whisper Dance Party. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, To those of you who may be curious, it was me, Jake, and Sam listening to Lady Gaga on our headphones. And all but one of us, that one being Sam, being super drunk and like dancing and swaying to Lady Gaga. But it's all in our headphones. So as soon as the alcohol is removed and so is the music, it it's just... It's just a lot of cringe. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's really bad. I thought about posting it uh, like up on our social media and then I was like, nah. No, we'd get shut down. We'd get reported <laughs> for cringe. Yeah. It's like, mm, no, that's too embarrassing. <laughs> no thanks. God. Okay. Really bad at. But if we get enough people on Patreon demanding it, you know, maybe I will. That's true. 
if the demands are strong, mm-hmm. we will succumb. <laughs> uh, really bad at. I said whistling Ooh. and dancing. Yeah, I know what I'm bad at. What are you bad at? Balance. Balancing. Do you just mean in general? Dude, in general, if I'm standing, I'll lose my balance. If I'm <laughs> if I'm walking. Do you suffer from vertigo? I don't know. If I'm walking and then like, you know, like when you're walking, your mind's elsewhere. And then yeah. you become like, your mind like focuses on like, hey, I'm walking right now. I lose my balance and I'll trip. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Dude, skateboarding, snowboarding. I ate shit. Broke bones multiple times. Actually, I didn't break bones you multiple didn't. times, but like injuries multiple times. Snowboarding though, I did break bones. <laughs> didn't, you've only broke one arm one time. I broke the, the. You've only broken. It was the, whatever whatever bone is in your wrist and the growth plate Okay. in my wrist because of snowboarding, which by the way, lasted a total of an hour. I went up the bunny slope, little, little ski <laughs> the lift. The little kitty slope. I hopped off. I fell, probably broke my wrist there. <laughs> then was like, no, nah, I'm fine. That hurts really bad, but I'm good. Went down the hill, fell multiple times, and ensured the breaking of the wrist. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. I have not tried snowboarding. That was a trip I was grounded for. I didn't get to go on that one. Ah. Uh, but uh, guaranteed, I would have eaten shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was prepared any snow trip we went on to not use skis or a snowboard, but rather uh, fill up with my own breath some sort of inner tube and just slide <laughs> down the hill that way. Well, then you can't stop. Yeah, <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> it was going to be an adventure. I had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah, balance. Can't do it. All right. Although, ironically, I got great boat legs. Like when I'm on a boat, but see I'm that fine. is balance. So then I don't know what it is with you. Is it just maybe you do suffer legit, legit suffer from vertigo? I don't know. I know when I'm walking like <laughs> to work and there's like tall buildings, and I look up at a building, I get real dizzy. That's vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just discovering now that you have I, this problem? Not gonna lie, I've heard vertigo. I've I don't even know what the fuck vertigo is. Literally, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. That is our, that's our, those are our wheel answers. Those are wheel answers. So I guess it's my turn to talk about the falsely falsely accused. accused. The accused. So I will be talking about Brian Banks. I'm assuming you read about him when you were trying to look up to find something. Did you? I really didn't. No? Okay. There are a lot of people who have been falsely accused of things. So Brian Banks, this is, this is a actual like famous, famous story, but I never knew all the details. I just knew his face. Okay. And the false accusation that was made. Mm-hmm. But I never actually knew it. So I was like, oh, I'm interested in that. So here we go. Brian Banks was born in July of 1985 in Long Beach, California. It's not too far from us, about an hour drive. <laughs> oh, I guess from, he's about from Terry, where we were. He's about Terry's age. Maybe. 1985? Oh, the, the- He was 86. Terry was 86. Oh, look at that. While attending Long Beach Polytechnic High School- Banks was a notable football player. Mm-hmm. He was on many watch lists and had potential for college scholarships, and he was very hopeful for eventual NFL draft pick. Ooh, exciting! Yeah, very big. Uh, some of his some of his teammates on his high school football team were also like drafted in the NFL. Like he was he was serious. Oh damn! He, he honestly had a career. Yeah. Uh, in two thousand two. He, when he was 16, it was his junior year. Mm-hmm. Banks verbally committed to USC 
after receiving a football scholarship. USC, that's University of Southern California, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the Trojans. Right, right. Uh, then in the summer of 2002, so this is right before his senior year of high school, Banks was arrested and charged with the rape of his classmate, Juanetta Gibson. Ooh. Yeah. And considering what the subject considering is. Considering what the subject that is. That is terrible. I know. Banks would be placed in custody at a juvenile hall because I don't believe they can hold him at the county jail for more than like a said period. I don't think he can be in the jail because he's a minor. I know with adults, it's no, with adults, it can be a really long time. Yeah. But I think with, since he's a minor, I think, I don't think they can, I think they can take him to the jail and put him in like a, a room. I don't think he can be in a cell with adults. I think that's the problem. He needs a guardian around at some point, I think. Probably. The co-principal of Long Beach Polytechnic High School, Ashley Chu. I wouldn't have written that down except for the last name Chu. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Bessie. Announced his immediate... Do you remember her name? Uh, no. You still don't remember no. her name? No. Bessie Chu. Um, uh, uh, it's an adjective. It's an adjective. Search the P. So the co-principal, Ashley Chu, announced his immediate expulsion and also stated that Banks would never be allowed back on campus regardless of the trial outcome. Uh. I know. I mean, I kind of get it. Like, they don't know any better. If he was guilty, would you want a rapist around? They're saying based on the accusation alone, he is expelled. Only exclusively the accusation. Okay, I didn't. I didn't. He was like within a day, he was taken and put at the juvenile hall. And the very next day he was expelled. And they said that he would never be allowed back on campus regardless. Regardless. Regardless if he was found innocent or not. That is bullshit. I, I also agree. That sucks. Yeah. That's why I put that down. Yeah. You wrote I was bullshit like, down. Yeah, I wrote that bullshit right there. Is it in all caps? No, but it should should have been. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> well, all caps that. Banks' lawyer informed him that he was looking at a possible 41 years to life sentence if the case went to trial. So the lawyer suggested that pleading no contest would mean that he would receive probation but no jail time. So that sounds good. Do you want to risk it? I don't know. Banks chose not to risk it. And he took his lawyer's advice and he pleaded to no contest to the rape charges. And he was still sentenced to five years in prison, (gasps) followed by five years of probation Uh, and a lifetime sentence on, or not a sentence, but a lifetime of sex offender registration. Oh boy. Yes, I know. Poor guy, that sucks. I know. We continue. After he was sentenced, Juanetta Gibson, the accuser, and her mother sued Long Beach Unified School District, saying that the high school was not a safe environment and failed to protect Gibson. Gibson and her mother won the lawsuit and received a $1.5 million settlement. Wow. What assholes. I know. After serving his full five-year prison sentence... Banks was released on probation and was now a registered sex offender, meaning that his football career was over because California has a lifetime registration. He will never be allowed in any organization. Uh, In March 2011, so this is now nine years after he was, he pleaded no contest. Yeah. So he's about four years on probation. Gibson contacted Banks through Facebook asking to meet up with her. Banks agreed to the meeting 
and hired a private investigator to accompany him. Fuck yeah. I know. Hell yeah. I know. Fucking amazing that he did this. Banks met Gibson with the PI close, close by, like sitting in the area, and he had secret recording equipment on his person, video and audio. Good. Oh, good boy. Gibson confessed to Banks that she had fabricated the story because she didn't want her mother knowing that she was sexually active. And Banks recorded the entire conversation and the PI heard everything. Good for him. I know. Uh, Banks took the recording to prosecutors who informed him it would be inadmissible in court. Why? Because it was obtained without Gibson's knowledge or consent. They do that all the time. Inadmissible. That's bullshit. It must have been not a private, or not, must have been not a public area. They must have been like in a building. Like they must, like, they must have no, been see, like in a I coffee don't... shop. If they were at a park, that'd be completely different. I don't see, no, I don't, I don't think that's true. Unless it's like, I just don't fucking get that. Because I, like, you remember that one lady, it was that like rich wife who tried to hire uh, someone, like put a hit out on her husband. Mm-hmm. It turned out that the guy she tried to hire was just an undercover cop. Different. They were in a car. Different. Undercover cop and person, like private citizen, is completely different. If, like I said, if they were sitting on a park bench when he recorded this, it would have been usable because they're on public property. They were probably in a private building that was not owned by either one of them. And it was like, it's the same with like how a bunch of high school kids, when I was in high school, a bunch of high school kids got fucking fined and like expelled because they recorded videos of their teachers in class being assholes. Yeah. And they were expelled and like fined and some of them did jail time and shit because <gasps> they recorded their teachers without their teacher's consent. You cannot. Re- it's a public school though. You literally can't a, say that's not public. It's a private property. You cannot record video of someone without their consent unless you're an in or on a public property or you have permission from the, the owner of said property, which I'm assuming he didn't have. So he didn't know this. The PI must have not thought of this. Yeah. But we go on. Uh, obviously, they believed him, right? They have video and audio evidence of her confessing to her crime. Uh, prosecutors tried to confirm the story with Gibson, but she denied everything. Uh, and this was in fear of having to pay back the settlement money in the video, because the video you can find on the internet, her confessing to her mm-hmm. crime to banks. Yeah. Uh, she tells him like, I want to help you and like get everything taken back because like, I feel awful, but I also don't want to pay back all the money that they gave me. Because so you I'm, already spent I'm scared it? to do that. And so I can't do anything. God. Yeah. Horrible. Absolute horseshit. <laughs> I know. Uh, while in prison, banks had called the California Innocence Project, which is a nonprofit, uh, like law school clinic type of thing that investigates cases of innocence, mm. right? Uh, they said they couldn't do anything because there's there was no evidence anywhere for them to find. And so then he went to them with the video and they were like, oh, right on. Like, we know you're innocent and we would do fucking anything to help you here. Well, and so fuck they, yeah. So they did. So they're like, okay, so no, this itself isn't admissible, but it proves to us anyway. Yes. That you're innocent. Now we will help you. Yes. That's good. So the California Innocence Project was able to put together additional evidence supporting Banks's story, Mm -hmm. leading to a judge reversing the conviction in May of 2012. Good. Uh, Mm -hmm. Good for him. And Banks was relieved of his sex offender registration, meaning that he could once again pursue his football career. 
in 2013, the Long Beach Unified School District sued Gibson, the the girl, for $2.6 million and won when Gibson failed to appear in court. (laughs) (laughs) And the $2.6 million, it was the the payback of the $1.5 plus the paying of her lawyers, which was almost a million, Mm -hmm. and then the the paying of like damages and whatever, which I guess like people pulled out of the school or money stopped coming in. It was a lot of money that the school district lost because of her. They could have tried for a lot more than that. They definitely could have, and they would have if they would have known that she was going to fail to appear in court. (laughs) Uh, Banks in the summer of 2012 attended tryouts for many NFL teams, but eventually signed with a UFL team, and that's it's it's a football league that in America that is not the NFL. Okay. So it's like smaller. Sure. You know. Um, What's the U stand for? You know. Is it Unified Football U- League? United Football. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Ubiquitous. It, if it's not if it's not NFL, no one cares. Understandably, and unfortunately, football like for Banks, he joined with I think it was the Las Vegas Locomotives was the team. And after about six months with the team, the UFL closed and is no longer. Well, shit. <laughs> I know. Honestly, I'm still happy for him. He still is he's doing what he reco- wants. He's legally recognized as an innocent man. So yes. good for you, man. Uh, after the UFL ended their season forever, uh, Banks signed with the Atlanta Falcons, where he played in the preseason before being released. He only played preseason games and then was released from his contract. So he didn't actually play in a official NFL game. At least he has the freedom to try. He does. And in 2014, Banks was asked to speak at an NFL event by the NFL commissioner. And a few weeks later, Banks was hired to join the NFL Department of Operations. Nice. Doesn't exactly get to play, but he has a big part in other people How things playing. are run. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. That's great. Uh, When it comes to Gibson, I was unable to find what actually happened to her. As far as... It's probably not great. As far as everything up to the the moment where she was caught, there was a couple interviews with her where she basically admits to everything on the news because he was already released. (laughs) Like there's... Her admitting things means nothing now. Yeah, there's no consequence. It's already happened. And so, but after that, she basically disappeared in like 2012. I get it. Uh, after winning the 1.5 million back in 2003, uh, her neighbors reported that Gibson was spending like crazy buying, having cars delivered to her house, having <gasps> televisions delivered to her house, having all sorts of things just constantly being delivered. Uh, she and her mother were in an enormous amount of debt and moved constantly in what people said was in order to avoid debt collectors. Apparently, as of today, she has not paid any of the money she owes to the Long Beach Unified School District. And after searching for, honestly, what was like half of my research, I found two links to two different websites, both expired because they're old, (laughs) but one was a petition that was made calling for her arrest. Oof. And the other was a GoFundMe set up to help her pay the settlement. Ooh. We got two very polar opposite things going on. Right. And I I, I honestly, I didn't know. I was like, who would help her pay anything? Like, If she came, honestly, she might have had a chance on, on a, like, 
a crowdfunding site, if she came forward like to the to the press and everything and was like, listen, I'm about to get in so into so much debt, but I was dead wrong. It was terrible what I did. I accused him of something awful that he never did to me. And I, I feel so guilty over it. I don't care what the consequence is. This is the truth. And I want him to be free. Absolutely. See, People would have been like, no, no, wow. No. But if she would have done that, then she could have become a public figure. She could have become a public speaker, gone to high schools and colleges and done speeches on how she did some very fucked up shit mm -hmm. to another person because she was scared of her mother finding out that she was sexually active. Right. You shouldn't be scared. Even if you are, don't ruin someone's life like I did. Right. Like, like guaranteed people would have reached out to her, yeah. inviting her to interview, would inviting her to talk very shows. Different. Yeah, for sure. But she chose to be an asshole. And still, mind you, the GoFundMe never reached its goals, so she never received anything. Mm -hmm. But still, like, Yikes. by the way, the petition never reached its goals, so it never got anywhere. Yeah. Similarly. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you did it that one time and you'll never do it I'll right never again. do it again. <laughs> Just like the GoFundMe. <laughs> they they both never got anywhere. She probably, she's probably like applied to, for bankruptcy by now. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, regardless of applying for bankruptcy, she still has to pay them $2.6 million. I thought bankruptcy erased all debt. Does not erase lawsuits, does not erase um, student loans. Yeah, it's not like I'm interested in filing for bankruptcy. Yeah. I declare <laughs> bankruptcy. Bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not interested in that. It's more just like the I was under the impression that it like took care of all your financial debts. Uh, however, the consequence is that your credit is absolute garbage so for forever. It does in the companies that chose to provide you with credit lines. So if you declare bankruptcy, your bank that offered you a credit card, they, they, they gave you this credit card, they lose it. The bank that provide, they, they opted into giving you a car loan they're out of it. They're going to repo your car and try to get as much as they can out of it, but they're out of it. The the bank that gave you your mortgage, all this stuff, like basically all of these companies that were in agreement with you, they gave you this chance in hopes that you wouldn't fuck them. But if you did fuck them, like that's on them. They gave you the opportunity to fuck right. them. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what it is. But lawsuits, that was not a two-party consensual thing. That was you wronged me. <laughs> in said area, you must pay. If she was in and as much debt- And a judge debt, agreed with that. Yeah, if she was in as much debt as you made it seem, she applied for bankruptcy. And now like she probably is has worked the school into like allowing her to make like reasonable payments for whatever I mean, her income is. Otherwise they're, they're just not gonna get with, it. With the debt that large, they're, and being a school district, so they're connected to the state. Number one, she would probably not be allowed to leave the state. Number two, every single check that she has, they're garnishing her wages. Probably half of her check is going to that school district. Yeah, probably. She'll pay back in her lifetime, what, 50,000 maybe? That's what I'm Something saying. Like, like, there's no way she's yeah. going to actually out of the pay money. that back. Yeah. They're out of the money, but they won. So that makes the school district not look bad. That makes the high school not look bad. It's yeah. good for everyone. Yeah. You know, plus 10 years have gone by. They're fine. If they still exist, they're fine. <laughs> I found um, some frivolous lawsuits while frivolous? I was doing my search. What do you mean frivolous? I mean like lawsuits asking for like a lot of cash, but it, 
didn't really make sense. Like you kicked my dog, you owe me $50,000. Um, no, like you guaranteed my satisfaction, um, dry cleaner place and returned to me pants that weren't mine. Give me $10 million. Oh shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What? I'm pretty sure it was more than that, but I remember two digits and then the word million. And it was a judge who sued them saying like, these were my favorite pants. I trusted you with them and you returned to me pants that weren't mine. Luckily for the lawn, the dry cleaners, because there's no fucking way they could pay that. Yeah. They, there was no way to prove they weren't his pants. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't have to pay shit. It was, it was dropped. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I saw that. There was also some like Israeli lady got really pissed at the weather guy. <laughs> the okay. weather the weatherman on her like local news channel uh-huh. and she sued him for $1000 and won. Oh, I was about to say if you sue that low, you'll win every time. Yeah, she, it's cheaper for them to just pay you than mm-hmm. it is for them to pay lawyers to she, argue She she sued for uh she was caused stress. Yeah. Because he said it was going to be a sunny day and it was actually a rainy one. <laughs> Genius. So she sued him for one thousand yeah. dollars, and he had to pay it. He, she won. Yeah, that's genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're gonna sue any corporation, if you're suing any of them. If you sue less than ten thousand dollars, you'll win every single time. They will just pay you because it will cost more for them to get lawyers to fight you off than it will be for them to just pay you. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, I went to Target and I bought apples, and every single one was bruised. I want five thousand dollars in reparations. <laughs> They will just pay you. God. <laughs> because I guarantee their lawyers cost a minimum of 10. Boy, there was one frivolous it's so lawsuit. Fucked up. I did learn about one lawsuit I thought was really stupid and frivolous. Uh-huh. But it actually turned out it was pretty legit. Um, it was this, you remember the old lady who sued McDonald's because she spilled her coffee? And yeah. It burned her uh-huh. or whatever. It like legitimately burned her. I know. I, I did. I read or not I read or I watched something yeah. with she was actually talking about it like, no, like this bitch was actually like really fucked up. She was le- like yeah. really damaged. She yeah. she was this old lady. And she didn't want to sue McDonald's. No, she tried to take care of it with her own health insurance first. Yes. And she couldn't pay for it. They wouldn't cover her. And then and she, she was asked like, McDonald's. She's like, dude, I have severe burns all over my legs, my thighs from spilling this coffee. That's how mm-hmm. hot it was. And my, my own insurance will not cover it. And I obviously can't pay out of pocket, but like I'm in pain daily. She asked McDonald's. She said, Hey, I don't want to sue you. Can Can you you just pay my medical bills? Can you help me with my medical bills? McDonald's told her to go fuck herself. And she was like, I mean, my lawyer's telling me that I should just sue you. So she did. And won millions of of dollars. Of course she won. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, that's one of those stories that's like, it sounds, it sounds like, like it was a fake really crazy. And then you actually look into it and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I would do the same. Oh yeah. You can. Oh, number one, I would have sued McDonald's. Like (laughs) if I, if if I saw that lid didn't say like a caution hot, they're sued. (laughs) That sucks. I I wouldn't, I'd be with the old lady. I'd be like, listen, like Mm. I, you know, hold on, hold on. I'm not going for millions. I'm an asshole. I'm not that big of an asshole, you know? (laughs) Like if, if I'm intentionally like injuring myself to sue someone, like, come on, I'm taking 10 grand, pay me my money for your mistake, 
fix your mistakes so that no one sues you for millions. If anything, I'm saving them money. You know what I mean? Yeah, she didn't ask for $10,000 though. No, no, she needed the she money for her. Actually, <laughs> like, I understand. She had actual medical <laughs> yes, bills. I'm aware. She needed like actual surgery, like skin grafts or whatever. Yeah. That's how hot it was on her poor old lady thighs. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, but like I'm saying, like if, if let's just say 7-Eleven didn't have like a caution hot, right? Yeah. I could totally pour coffee on my leg. Be like, ooh, ow. And then call corporate and be like, you burnt my leg, bitch. <laughs> Money, please. Call call some shady lawyer and be like, you'll take 30% of whatever I win. And they're going to take that. Yeah. I'm like, cool. And then we'll go to 7-Eleven and I'll sue them for 50,000. We'll settle at 25. And I'll tell them, if anything, I saved you millions. Mm -hmm. Because some asshole could have sued you for millions. Yeah. And this asshole only sued you for thousands. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know our friend Scotty? Yep. Uh, his dad is actually a corporate lawyer. Oh, that's he dope. He grew up rich as hell. Yeah, corporate now, law is a, is a, is a fuckhole of, of a fucking law. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, his, his dad is this, like, super smart Jewish guy. Yeah. So they, they lived real comfortable. Like, you know, the kind of comfortable where Wait. you only entertain buying a dog if it's, like, pedigree. You know what I mean? I don't know what that means. You don't clean your own house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that sounds no, no. rich to us. I was, but about, I mean, I was like, about to say like, we're talking like the level of rich that I wish to be. <laughs> yes. Okay. Like you don't buy yourself a pet unless you have like actual certification and paperwork that it was bred to be perfect. Oh, that's what I mean. Like you spend thousands of dollars. I mean, my great Danes will be perfect, but <laughs> I don't need the certification for it, you know? Right. Yeah. That's why Ricky, when he was here, he was like, you know, do you, do you guys really think you could get rich off a podcast? And I was like, oh yeah. I'm like rich by poor people standards. Not, oh, yeah. not by rich people standards. No, no, no. We'll still be poor to the rich people, yeah. but we'll feel rich. We'll be middle-class and it'll be amazing. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> Cable. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, you pay for DirecTV and HBO just because? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, whatever, man. They charge me like an extra, who cares, you know? <laughs> I can afford to get new pans without the Teflon like peeling into yeah. my eggs. Yeah. Great. Hey, um, can you pick up some, some champagne? Sure. Oh my God, you didn't pick up Cook's champagne? No, you I bought the, this bottle. The real kind? That's like a $20 bottle. <laughs> Yeah, it looked it looked all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, people mow your lawn every week. <laughs> uh, they better be. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you drive a 2014 Nissan. <laughs> uh, damn right it is. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, a reality we have not known. <laughs> we still eat cereal out of Tupperware. That's. <laughs> Yeah. But we're poor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what What's funny too is we'll do it when the bowls are clean. <laughs> like it's yeah, just yeah. out of habit, you know? I, I got a favorite Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, you got the soup Tupperware. You got your, your cereal Tupperware. Mm -hmm. You got your ice cream Tupperware. There's the, the square Tupperware that's like real deep. So you can fit a lot of cereal oh, in there. Oh, get so much cereal in there. And it's, and because of those angles, you can really get every last bit uh, oh, of that yeah. cereal. Yeah. And if you have to drink it, Oh yeah, it has that the edge. It's perfect. So there's no spilling. It's uh -huh. like directly into your mouth. It's like the easy pour spout.
Okay, are we? Uh, we we finished talking about my story, man. That yeah, was, we did. That's that was true. All of it. Spin the wheel. Spin. Oh wait, Here it's we, my turn. Spin it then. It's <laughs> a good spin. Thank you. Oh, this is one of Sam's. Our good friend Sam, as she's known as. <laughs> what is the absolute worst name that you can give a child? Boy, oh boy, do we got some names for you. <laughs> there are, you, okay, first off. I've got number, like I have the best worst one for sure. Okay, I'm about to name like 30. So you you go with yours. My first thought yeah. was what Elon Musk named his new baby. Oh, that's a good one. But then I was like, nah, there's a worse one. Because that one, you know, I'm not going to say it just in case it's yours. But like, you know, the nickname could be like just Ash or something. Okay, whatever. Technically, that is a, a thing that your child can be called that isn't super embarrassing. But what kind of like cute, catchy nickname are you going to come up with for audio science? I feel you. That's See, I was going to break this up into three categories. There's the old, dead, never name your child this names. What do you mean? Can I have examples? You can have you. Of course you can. Like if you have a boy, Nigel. If you have a girl, Dolores. Edna. Edna. Um, Blanche. Bunny. Bunny. Louise. <laughs> like you know what I mean? These are the old. These are the old people names. Yes. The reason why they're old people names is because everyone knows it. Gert. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna name your daughter Gertrude anymore. You know. Mm. Then we move on. To the next category, that is brand new millennial names. Wingspan. And these names are fucking horrible. Banjo. No, we're talking. We're talking things like Wake. Uh oh, shit. Hold on. Piper. Sage. Sage. Yeah, we're talking things like. I feel like you're you're specifically quoting from a George Lopez like no comedy see, sketch. He was ahead of the curve. He did. He wasn't he knew a, it. He wasn't aware that there was a there was a, a wave of millennials that didn't want to name their children anything that has been named before. I just man, I don't get it. It's horrible because it's like it's no, I, I can understand wanting to name your child something that is unique, but at the same time, like I'm not about embarrassing my kid. Like I'm not going to name you something just because. I don't like the sound of it. It doesn't roll off the tongue. It also doesn't even really seem like you, but I want to seem, you know, worldly and cultured. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I got, I got super simple names for my kids. You know, me and Terry talked about it where, you know, we found out we were having two boys. Every time we found out we were going to have a boy, Terry was like, let's come up with a name that's simple, short and sweet. And when you say their first name and their last and their middle name, you can associate that name with a man who probably chops wood in a flannel, <laughs> in a flannel. And I was like, all right. So we've got Ryan Thomas and we've got uh, Dean Robert. Yeah, I could totally imagine those two men chopping wood. Yep. They're bearded. Yep. They smell of, you know, sap they and, have a beanie and, on. and pine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're sensitive. But their forearms are fucking thick as like yeah. tree trunks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those were two categories. The old dead names that will never become new again. And then the brand new millennial names that are fucking horrible. There is a third category. This is kind of like a miscellaneous category. Okay. That is 
celebrity exclusive top 1% naming rights only names. <laughs> one of those being audio science. Audio science. That, see, that's one, not top 1%. Another she was one, not A-list. Another one being Apple. Apple, A-list. Yep. I was going to say Elon Musk. I can't even pronounce that kid's name. I have no it's idea. X Ash something 12, like A12 or something. And the the last bit, like the first half, X Ash, he was like, oh yeah, my wife contributed that bit. So Grimes was like, X Ash, perfect. I don't know what they're going to do. Like it, they, that's what I'm saying. Like they'll twist it into something quirky and call their child Ash. Okay, fine. Maybe. That is better than audio science because what are you going to call that child? Odd? Psy? Ients? Ents? I don't know. <laughs> Dio? <laughs> like, I don't know. Dio would be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I'm saying is like on your child's birth certificate and every time they're called out out loud by like a substitute teacher who like hasn't gone through the three weeks it takes to remember you don't call this child audio science out loud in front of the other students. How about how about Blue Ivy? Blue Ivy. <laughs> it sounds like an airline. How about it sounds like a on, liquor, like a type of liquor. How about Northwest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are the, like top 1% celebrity only exclusive shitty names. There are three categories of shitty names. If you think of a name and you can imagine it being in one of those categories, it's a shitty name. Don't name your kid that because they will be bullied. And if they're not bullied, then I will go to their schools and bully them personally. It's not even that. Like for me, it's like, what are, is your motivation behind it? just you un, like uniqueness, uniqueness for the sake of it absolutely like that's not fair now i'm not saying that middle names aren't fair game middle names really don't matter in the grand scheme of things things places will at most ask for a middle initial and it says it's optional almost every single time mm -hmm. middle names mean nothing you right. go wild in that middle name you name your you name your kid you know john butt plug smith because it doesn't matter <laughs> it'll you can matter name to, them whatever they want it'll matter to someone it'll matter to john butt plug but <laughs> it won't matter to anyone else jacob butt plug fowler i'd be down now as a kid i would have been bullied <laughs> absolutely oh 100 you would have as of right jacob right now that'd be a dope middle oh name. so like just recently i had a mini flashback to middle school yeah. and i remembered something that happened that I was like, oh my God, that was so insanely inappropriate. Like, I don't know what I would do if my child did this thing that I remember a child doing, one of my fellow students in middle school. And that was, it was this girl, my age, so like, what, 12? Yeah. Came to middle school in a jersey that said like 69 on it. Okay. But she went around specifically like, like really pushing the like what's the word social norm no it's the implication ah uh, you know what i mean yeah like she i did know her, all about the implication she she did her makeup you know all hoey yeah it's a lot of bright colors that didn't mix well and then she like she was one of those where like her hell her hair was like really gelled Oh yeah, she's got it. The hairline was like very precise. It's because she's got the baby hairs. Yeah. And so she gels them the fuck yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like she was still in middle school, so like the eyebrows were a little over full. Okay. You know what I mean? Like they were just very thick, very intense. But at the same time, like the middle school dudes were into it. Okay. The other 12-year-olds were down. 
Oh yeah, I'm sure they were. Yeah, and then they saw her jersey and they were like, hey girl, what's that mean? She was like, mm, boy, you know what it means. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. That brings an end <laughs> to the 21st episode of Three Shots In. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about all them falsely accused. You heard some, you heard some wheel spins. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember exactly what those wheel spins no, were. I don't remember all of those really. So to reiterate, we have that Patreon page y'all. So if you guys want to be super cool, absolute elite, you jump on that Patreon page. You can also find us by typing in three shots in.com in your, your web browser. And uh, you will find us. It'll take you straight to our Patreon page. And uh, what? I just imagine a bridesmaid. It's like, I'm poor. Help me. Help me. I'm poor. <laughs> yeah. And if you if you guys would like to reach out to us at all with anything, anything you'd like to communicate to us, you will do that at uh, by emailing fanmail at threeshotsin.com. We'll get back to you ASAP. Uh, that brings this episode to its close. It does. I hope you guys enjoyed learning about these falsely accused and listening to us rant on and on about various things because uh, we we just kind of do. Yeah. You don't know if what you're, you're going to get. If you're not on Patreon, you should be because there was a minimum of, what, 40 minutes to an, an hour of pure rant this episode. Just about. Pure rant. Not just like deleted content, just pure ranting. Yeah. Yeah. It was... It was you won't know it, but it was a heavy episode, guys. <laughs> Join us next week on Three Shots In. Bye. Bye.